Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Marjorie Punnett. I'm Elizabeth Reese. This is Best of the Nest, a podcast that's all about creating strong, comfortable, beautiful nests that prepare us to fly. So I feel a little slurry this morning, Elizabeth, because I've, <laughs> I've been traveling quite a bit. Oh, I thought you were going to say I've, I've been drinking quite a bit. <laughs> well, I should have been last night. So I had a flight from out of Chicago that got delayed by two and a half hours, and I was traveling with my 88-year-old mother. So that's oh, always – yeah, so we got home at – God bless her. We got home at like 11 o'clock last night. Her bedtime is like 7.30. For sure. So I can relate to that. I love a 7.30 bedtime. (laughs) I bet you do. I bet you. Kids, I'm going to bed. Yeah, great. I'm going to bed. Kids, I'm going to bed. I mean, it was not true. On Saturday night, it was 7.49 when we got the kids to bed. And I was like, well, I'm kind of thinking about peacing out, going to bed. And I did, did but I'm just a better morning person. I ended up going to bed like a little after eight and it, but that's and great. It feels great. Yeah. I had yeah. a very busy week last week. And so I had to like lean into the rest a little bit, but I'm excited that today we're doing our watch, read, listen conversation that we love to do because we just love to talk about other things that we're consuming for October. And this is a great time. Like I am so back into TV, Marjorie. I mean, there was yep. a time. In the summer, it's very difficult for me to watch a lot of TV because it's just like light out for a long time. And TV to me is like a cozy thing. I'm like a nighttime <laughs> cozy up. It's dark. I, you know, in the summer, like the kids push the bedtime. It's the whole thing. Right. I have been watching so much television and I feel so good about it. It's awesome. <laughs> well, here's the thing. And we, we both love a good broadcast network, ABC, NBC, CBS. We still love you. But, oh, my God, there's so much good television on the streaming services. I know. I am now – it's so weird to have appointment viewing again. Yeah. Because I am so into Ted Lasso and into the morning show. And they both drop on Fridays. And it feels so old school to me to actually be, like, anticipating – a night. You remember Thursday night must-see TV, right? Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And then TGIF when I was a kid on yeah. NBC, which was just like all of the good – or maybe that was ABC. I don't know. It was so good. I I love that appointment viewing. I think, I think binge-watching ruins TV yeah. in a lot of situations. Binging anything, guys, here's just like a life lesson, isn't as great as like the delayed gratification. It's just not. Although – Although if you're stressed out, I have to say, Elizabeth, like there would be times when I'm super stressed out and when I was living alone in Tempe and I would find a good series and just get in bed and go to another world for about 13 yeah. hours. So Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so that's fair. Not, not that that's healthy. I mean, to your original point, I don't know that, that that's terribly healthy. Uh, it's okay, October. So what are you watching? What are you loving? Yeah. Uh, on Netflix, have you watched The Spy? No, not yet. I don't know what this is. Oh, Sasha Baron Cohen, Baron Cohen, sorry, who was Borat, but he's also a great act, actor. It's a six-episode story arc that tells the the true story of the Israeli spy Eli Cohen. 
It's so suspenseful. It's so well done. Heartbreaking that it's a true story. I won't go into any more detail other than that. But he, this was in the 60s, infiltrated the highest levels of the Syrian government. So you can imagine how dangerous the assignment was, how successful he was. But as a TV series, Sasha Baron Cohen is amazing. I mean, he's just amazing. I it, I could not – I don't think we binged it just because we didn't have time to. I think if we had had time, we would have watched all six episodes. But it was definitely an every night thing until we were done. Oh, my so gosh. Good. That's great. Oh, I haven't even so heard good. anything about that. I'm excited to watch yep. that. That's great. What are you watching? Um, okay. So I've got two things and that is Nine Perfect Strangers I watched on Hulu and that was coming out every week. This is based on the Leanne Moriarty book and Nicole Kidman oh. is in it. Melissa yeah. McCarthy is in it. So here's what I want to say. I don't think this is like groundbreaking, amazing television. I was seeing a lot of people talking about how they've hate watched this show because it just got kind of irritating. Um, right. That being said, I think it was like eight or 10 episodes. They were all, you know, 45 minutes to an hour. The first like four I was super into and I was like what is going on here I want to know what's happening it's about nine people who end up at this sort of like cutting edge but very secret and and very coveted uh, like transformational holistic retreat center so that they're trying to deal with all of their problems and so they all Mm -hmm. come with their own issues and problems and you know one's a couple one's a family who lost a son all this kind of stuff and they all have their sort of backstories and this place is led by Nicole Kidman's character Masha who's this mysterious Russian woman who's either like an amazing healer or a cult leader and you have to kind of figure it out as you go along by episodes five and six I was like where are we going with this can it be done now and then at the end of it then I was like into it again and I just kind of enjoyed it (laughs) and so what happened to me is it reminded me that not everything I consume has to be like this groundbreaking right like life-changing thing. You can just watch stuff for fun. You know, we've had that conversation here before. You can just watch and consume things for fun that aren't like that meaningful or even like the over the top, the best thing. Just like watch something and enjoy it. And you don't have to have all these expectations about it. I saw the promos for that show. And this is about me. It's not about anything else other than Nicole Kidman's really starting to bug me. Okay, fine. She's in her 50s. Let a wrinkle break through. Seriously. (laughs) I mean, it's just driving me nuts. I don't know how you can act if your face doesn't move. That's a problem. (laughs) That's true. It is. That is a problem. But her mouth moves. So then she just (laughs) works that way. Um, Nine Perfect Strangers. It's on Hulu. I think it's fun to watch. And then I have one more thing, which is Lula Rich on Amazon Prime. I don't know if you've watched this. No, I saw the This is a docu-series. Yeah, it's a docu-series on the um, multi-level marketing company LuLaRoe. And um, Holly Roberts, who's a producer at My Talk 1071, she told me um, in a break, she's like, you have to watch this. And I got so into it. LuLaRoe is um, an MLM that basically started by a a couple in um, Utah and they sold these leggings, these printed leggings. <gasps> and the woman sold the leggings and basically what she started making these leggings for people and they were all these fun prints. And then she got, she ran into a woman who was like, I want to buy tons of these. And then she was like, well, why don't you sell them too? And so it kind of turned into this whole, you know, multi-level marketing company where people would buy the leggings from LuLaRoe and then sell them to their customers. And then they would recruit other people to sell them and they would have a downline in the whole deal. So the company then 
I just exploded and then has now, like right now, I think there's like 50 pending lawsuits against the company and it's still in operation, but they had all these quality issues. And it brings up this question again about multi-level marketing companies, which they're not all created equal, but are they legal? Why are they legal? And how does it work that these companies, it seems to be a trend that there's a few people at the top making a ton of money and then everybody at the bottom is making nothing, right. which one could right. argue that's kind of the case with generally any business in the United States of America, but that's neither here nor there. It's but- fascinating. It's called Lula Rich. It is so worth watching. I can't even express enough how much I loved watching it. Have you had any friends that have been involved in the multi-level marketing? Oh, gosh, yeah. Like everybody. Everybody I know it has done one or done it or like does it. How does that sure. feel to you? How does that feel to it, you? It just depends. I mean, there's people that you have to like unfollow on social media because oh, their social media gets to be so obsessed with it. I bet I bet nine out of ten of our best of the nest listeners have have been part of an MLM for whatever reason. Whether yeah. you sign up just because you like the products and you want to get a discount or because you're like, oh, maybe I could make a little bit of money on the side for this. And then you kind of, you, you either, I, I don't know. I know people who've left their full-time jobs to do it and have done really well with it. Interesting. I've known a couple of people and it, it was not like a horror story, but it was hard. And, and what was hard about it, I think for all of them is that you really do. And this is what they count on. You have to tap into your networks. And oh, yeah. you you have to sell to them. And I think that was the hard part for a lot of them because I, I'm always happy to buy once, but it's like, do I want to, do I want to do that, you know, six times a year or five times a year? So I think it's a hard road. I'm going to definitely watch that. I think that's really interesting. I had heard, I think I heard a news story about that company and then just never, and then never heard of it again. Oh so yeah. Really it blew up. The news stories yeah. blew up because there yeah. were so many problems with quality. People were getting moldy leggings. There were women oh. that had like $10,000 <laughs> worth of merchandise. They'd maxed out credit cards to buy more, oh. to try to sell it, to try to salvage the business. I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of sadness in it because these are women, you know, I mean, the problem is, you, you know, the, the documentary makes the argument and a lot of arguments about this is that you know, it's part of the pressure that women feel to do it all, that we need yep. to be home with our kids. We need to be caring for them and this great mom, but yet we still have to figure out how to make some money. How to make and money. And so this is a way that, you know, these companies kind of say, well, this is how you can do it all. And I'm always like, I want to go back even further and not say that, it, I mean, I guess that's an MLM problem too, but let's go back yep. one step further and look at a cultural problem of why are we constantly telling women that we have to do it all? Like, right. I don't want to do it all. I want to barely do any of it. <laughs> I feel like, you know, it's interesting to me that you say that about where society's telling women we have to do it all. And I would love to see, has that become something that we, I think society's message is changing on that, but we haven't caught up. Does that make sense to you? I don't know because I, I get asked the question of how do you do it all? All I just did a, a speaking gig where I talked to a big group of women in, um, human resources. And that's a big part of like what I talk about when, right. when I right. talk about like boundaries and balance and all of that stuff. And the first, I mean, people ask me all the time, how do you do it all? And I say, I oh, don't. That's so interesting. I don't do it all. Like, and, and I always am careful to make sure that you know, and I get like, I have like gardens and hobbies and things like that. And people are like, how are you doing all of this? And I'm going, well, 
it's coming at the expense of other stuff that I'm not doing. You know, right. like you're you're right. seeing the things that I am doing, but right. I'm also like I'm also not that great at everything. Like, you know, <laughs> I it, that's the truth. Like, you look out in my garden, like there's tons of weeds. Like last year, I didn't even take it down at the end of the year. I just let it sit there. I mean, I you know, it's not like I'm doing all this stuff like Martha Stewart is with right. her crew of people on all of her acreage. Yeah, if you want to feel weird about life, just follow Martha Stewart. Oh, my God, that woman has more energy than anybody I know. I know. You know, I've said to this story before. I'm looking up the magazine real quickly. So my cousin used to work for – I'm looking for – yeah, it was. I think it was Working Mother. Was it? It was one of the sort oh, of – Working Mother magazine? Yeah, I think it was – was it uh, – that doesn't sound right. But anyway, she worked for one of the sort of the female-leaning Working Mother magazines. I don't want – it wasn't Ms. But – I was at dinner with her about a year ago and she was saying how in retrospect she looks back now at sort of the myth that that magazine was perpetuating. Oh, yeah. You know, she looks back at it in hindsight and she's like, you know, we would write these articles. And she said, most of us weren't married and most of us didn't have kids. And we were (laughs) writing articles about work-life balance. And I think that that's so interesting that it's like, yeah, it is. It's a total myth. And I, the reason I was thinking like, has society let go of that message is because I'm out of that phase. Right. And so I'm not hearing it. So it is really interesting to hear sort of you're on the front lines of it again, that that's still a thing. We oh, need yeah. to make it's that not a ton be a of thing. pressure. It's yeah. a ton of pressure. It, yeah. Yes, I know. Let's keep working towards not doing it all. Let's yeah. Let's, let's just not. work towards just doing a little. I want to That's the new motto again. Let's just do a little. Let's just do a little. Let's do a little bit. Remember and the, what? Remember we're going to say not uh, not just do it. We do have some potential investors in our athleisure company uh, where the motto is not just do it. It's just be. Just, just be. be. Okay, so That's we it. need to. Are you writing these down, or is your memory still good enough that you're remembering all this, all these business models we have? It's pretty good. As we <laughs> okay. talk about how I want to do less, I just uh, pitched you an <laughs> athleisure company. Yes, we've just. Well, actually, you've created two companies, so yeah, we'll get on that. Um, when we're talking about what we're watching, I am watching. I do want to recommend this other documentary that uh, Ian and I watched called Val, and it's about Val Kilmer. Do you know? Do you know the actor Val Kilmer? Yeah, of course. Well, he yeah, was, of course. He was the best Batman for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, mm-hmm. He had throat cancer um, yep. a couple of years back, and this documentary follows his life now, and it's heartbreaking and heartwarming all at the same time. Really interesting, and he's really brutally honest about his life. And mm-hmm. I love documentaries like this because I think sometimes in this celebrity culture, we just get caught up in all of that. Yeah. And it's always great when we get somebody who's really willing to talk about like what that – even like what that story arc feels like of having been at the top and then not and what yeah. it takes to survive. Really good documentary. And that's on Netflix. Just oh, that's came so out, good. Just came out this summer. Okay, perfect. What are you reading? I haven't read this yet, but I'm going to um, – that's why I put it on the list. This is on my list to read in October. It's a book called Fuzz, When Nature Breaks the Law, and it's by a woman named Mary Roach. And she is a very, very funny woman. I, I pulled the review for the Washington Post, calls her America's Funniest Science Writer. Oh, cool. I only know her name. My husband's interviewed her, gosh, on every book. So he's known her for like 10 years. She, every book she does is a New York Times bestseller, just hands down. But this book is, is – he was telling me stories. So he interviewed her like two weeks ago and he was telling me some of the stories she was talking about on the air 
about things like, you know, there are monkeys now in India that will mug people. Oh, yeah. Because they'll take your cell phone and then they go over in a corner and they hold it and they will trade it for a banana. (laughs) I love them. They're brilliant. There are bears. She talks about bears. She's got reports of bears that break into houses like in the West in Montana or Idaho or some crazy state. And it's documented that if there are two kinds of ice cream in the freezer, they'll go for the haagen They won't go for the cheap <laughs> stuff ever. So anyway, so that's that's on my reading list for this month. But it, Ian says the book is great. He's already read it and he said it's great. Oh, that's so good. Okay, that sounds yeah. really fun. That's like a good holiday gift idea too. Yeah. I feel like that's yeah, a yeah. book that a lot of people would really like. Okay, yeah, she's um, a great writer. I mentioned, I mentioned that I was going to read this and then I did, so I wanted to share it with you. I just love the author, Tracy Garvis Graves, and she is speaking of things that you can just read and just enjoy and not feel stressed about the world, just like enjoy a nice story. That's the type of book that Tracy Garvis Graves Right. And so when we went to Willamette Valley on our wine tasting trip a couple of weeks ago, I brought this book and I read the entire thing between the flight there and the flight home to Portland. And I just thoroughly enjoyed it. And you know what I needed on a vacation? Like no stress. I didn't need to read or consume anything that was going to make me like cry or <laughs> anxious or, or anxious or anything like that it, yeah. but it did but it does yeah. have like store like the the characters have depth and have, uh, have made me think about like my relationship and relationships That's and good. all that kind of stuff so it's called herded in a love song is her new book it's coming out um it'll be available for purchase i think at the beginning of november but you can also look her up and get some of her other books she's iowa based and i have met her several times and i just adore her and she is a person who just started writing because she loved to write and she would just spend she'd get up a little bit earlier um than her kids and just write for a little while and then self published her first book and it like went gangbusters and then got a publishing deal and has just continued to write books. I think she, this is her like eighth or ninth book. And doesn't so I love sound, that kind of a story sounds, too. Does, it sounds so idyllic to me, this idea of being a writer in Iowa, just sitting somewhere quiet. Oh, yeah. It sounds yeah. lovely. That's a great story She's, though. Just, yeah. And so again, it's kind of, I think I'm sort of in that vibe where I'm looking for a little bit more balance in my life in terms of like consuming watching, reading, and listening to things that are like really meaningful and really deep and kind of make me think about the world. And then also being really okay with some just light entertainment. Like this is yes. good. So I just want to tell you that uh, you'll like this book and you'll, and I then that. I gave it to my, my friend Mandy, who's my boss at work and she was going on a plane and I was like, take this, take it on the plane. <laughs> Tracy sent me your new book, take it on the plane. And she was so excited. And so, um, I think that you'll like it and you'll like her. You'll just like her books and you'll know that she's great. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of things that just make us feel good and happy. Oh, right there. That (laughs) makes me feel good and happy. Who is that? Oh, that's Heathcliff apparently popping up for a minute. (laughs) Heathcliff. (laughs) Is he walking upstairs these days? He's, he's, uh, we've got Jay going, Hey, how long are you doing this? I got to get, get moving here. So this is my hey, rap she- signal. So we got to crank through our, what we're listening to quickly. Jay, we'll rap. We'll rap. Uh, real quickly, listening to Fine Line again by Harry Styles. He's on his world tour. Canyon Moon, you can't help but love that song. <laughs> and people with kindness. Is he crying or laughing? He's crying. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hey, I what know. are you listening to? Real quickly. Then okay. we'll rap. Before I go. 
what I'm listening to, two podcasts that, you know, I'm always into like health and wellness and, um, and things like that. I really like Kelly Levesque's podcast. Great. She, um, is out of LA, but she has worked with like Jennifer Garner and people like that, but she's not too celeb focused. She's doing some really great interviews with like holistic psychologists and things like that that I'm really enjoying. And then I also am really enjoying Dr. Will Cole's podcast and he, um, his is called The Art of Being Well. He is a functional medicine expert and a best-selling author. And he just, I, I just like the way that they both discuss health and wellness and kind of things you can do in your daily life to, um, to feel great. So anyway, on that note, apparently yes. I've got to go. Welcome to my world, you guys. <laughs> There's your wrap. <laughs> All right. I love that. <laughs> If you're enjoying this podcast, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Give us a review at Apple Podcasts. And don't forget that our Best to the Nest collaboration print, our art print, uh, that was done by Gina Holiday of A Spoonful of Faith is available now. It's only going to be available through the holidays. So make sure that you pick up either your 8x10 or your 11x14 and you can pop it in a little frame in your house and just be reminded to bring your best to the nest even when your husband comes up and interrupts your podcasting with your baby. <laughs> So we have a we have a review from Mel Hall too this morning. She wrote, "Thank you. I've never written a review before, but I'm so inspired to write one today. Thank you, thank you, thank you for speaking your truths, sharing your thoughts, and encouraging others with every episode. I admit I will miss the nest episodes, but my heart appreciates that you are following yours. Cheers to a beautiful fall and future, and a future filled with our best, all of our best. Thank you. That is so sweet. <laughs> Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Best of the Nest, or go to bestofthenest.com to subscribe to our new." Newsletter. We are the podcast that brings you home. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.